Hello, Hello there. there. <laughs> Welcome back to Star Wars in a Galaxy, watching all the Star Wars we can get our hands on. I'm Eli. I'm Jacob. And um, today we got a fun, chill little episode. First of all, we hope you all enjoyed the bracket stream, the fourth bracket stream of Star Wars in a Galaxy. That was so much fun to put together. Um, congratulations again to Mr. Uh, Jared the Dark Jedi, Bachman Stubbs, for not only putting out a victory, but... Um, being the first person ever to dominate both sides of the bracket, to conquer both sides, um, and uh, we have a guest on actually he from Jared's show. Something. I, he finally, he finally, won, he finally something. won something. He couldn't do trivia. <laughs> he did not know Elfrona. He did not um, know Elfrona. He did not know Elfrona, uh, and and I will I will relish in in that fact for all time that he did not know Elfrona. Um, but, uh, we have a, a co-host of Jared's on. We have, uh, Mr. Connor Chikiti from the Nerd Academy podcast. I'm good. Eli, uh, glad to be here. It's been on, I think literally the last time I was on with you guys was, uh, Clone Wars and Rebels, uh, bracket yeah. back in, uh, I remember was that, that, yeah, was that yeah. 2020? It was, no, it was, 2021. it was, it was March, 2021. It was about a year ago. Jacob actually texted me because the day we did our most recent bracket was, one day less than a year to the day we did the Rebels bracket. Yeah, I, that, I saw that. Since I was looking back through the our uh, the In Galaxy YouTube channel. Um, I was like, oh my gosh, how has it yeah. been a year already? I was, By the way, I was notice down. everyone that we have gotten Connor on the show before Andrew because we don't trust him. Uh, <laughs> fair. That's a fair point. Andrew Andrew is a is, is a wild card. He is a Andrew's an agent of chaos, and we don't trust him. He's a menace. He is a menace. <laughs> and no, go listen to room reads. Anyway, um, but uh, so Connor, before we get into these tier lists, um, how do you get into Star Wars? How do you get into this universe? So, I don't actually have one specific point in time that I can point to, um. All I remember growing up, I think I was either four or five. I can't really remember. Um, I remember I watched bits of Return of the Jedi and bits of Phantom Menace, and I think bits of A New Hope. And I think I just kind of got started into it because of that. I always watched the action scenes as a kid of movies. That was always it for me. Whereas now it's like. I understand why action scenes aren't usually the best part of the movies because sometimes just characters interacting are like just really, really good. Um, and then I saw Revenge of the Sith at eight years old in the theater. I remember bawling my eyes out at Order 66. So that was fun. Uh, watched Clone Wars with a friend who... I gotta say, he was really what he really got me into Star Wars, and like, he's become one of those like legends people, like those people. Um, so like, we haven't really talked Star Wars, like at all, and we just haven't really communicated. But like, I have to shout him out for um really getting me into it because he showed me a bunch of the games. We did lightsaber fights in his front yard. Uh, and just hung out and just talked Star Wars. And then I kind of fell out of it for about a few years, not because of any hatred for it, but because school and running 
really took a lot of time for me and I just never really got back into it until freshman year of college when Rogue One was actually my reintroduction. It was really not, I would art like, I would, I think Force Awakens was, but to a lesser extent, I remember Rogue One being like my big reintroduction to Star Wars because it's like the first movie that's not a Skywalker saga movie and it like expands the galaxy. I'm like, ooh, that's kind of neat. I'm going to check out some of the other stuff. And like, lo and behold, I'm a big fan of the extended universe of the canon. So it's been a, it's been a fun ride. Follow-up question, Connor. How did you get into Star Wars content creation? Like putting out your thoughts, your creativity into the broader world? So I have to credit all of that to a Facebook group I was a part of for a while before I recently just decided to not use Facebook. Uh, the group in question is called the Alliance of Star Wars Fanatics. And their whole big philosophy was to talk about Star Wars in a positive, constructive, and a, like authentic way. And that. the but the big thing was like the whole positivity because like this fandom is cesspool as we all know from time to time and by me and by from time to time i mean all the time um so i joined that group and then got invited to be on the admin te administration team there uh to help run the group and everything and they were starting a podcast and they asked if i wanted to be on and i said sure so I got the microphone I'm currently using, Blue Snowball Ice. Uh, got it for 30 bucks. Really was not, really was a bargain. Um, and then I just kind of started podcasting. And then I realized I had like ideas for articles that I wrote. And when I realized we had a website and a blog, I would be able to do, convey what I thought about star Wars, just like little topics here and there, uh, through that. And so that kind of ballooned into what I'm doing now, which is uh podcasting with the nerd Academy podcast, specifically the star Wars show Knights of the nerd Republic to keep it really short. I just have to say this. Daniel Miller is the, was the key to all of this. Cause he, if you don't know Dan Miller, Check him out. He's on Bro Axiom. He's a really cool dude. Uh, I freaking I, I I love him when it comes to Star Wars and just other stuff in general. Um, he, uh, what's the word? I can't think of the word. Great. Fuck, I can't think of the word. Oh, there's the word. Um, he uh, he. There was a podcast that Jared was a part of for a while, and Dan Miller said, "Hey, we should get this guy Connor in." Cause he's like a big star Wars guy. So they got me into that podcast and then we kind of went our separate ways. Cause the, the guy was kind of controlling. I don't really know. Jared knows the story more than me. I was kind of an outsider that like had some inside stuff, but like Jared knows more of the story. So Jared and, all the TNAP guys that we have today 
they all kind of split off from that group. And I was like the last one to go through, go through with it. Cause like, I didn't know what I was going to do. Um, and then I realized, yeah, I'm getting out of here. So I went from that podcast. Uh, it was called do back discussion to now the nerd Academy podcast. Um, and now I'm just doing that. And, uh, I'm writing articles for another site, SWEditorIG.com. I also do stories. Uh, so that's fun. And the big thing with that is it's fan fiction, but it's like more because we have a team of creatives. We have a story group. Um, and our big thing is we keep to the canon and we honor it while also adding to it in our own unique ways. So like there have been times very there have been very little times where like what is put into canon kind of hamstrings some of our stories but like we really are able to work around most of this st- pretty much all the stuff that comes out and that has co- that has come out so it's really interesting i have two stories coming out in august you can probably guess the character i'm writing about because it is a pre-existing character it's it's not hard to figure out uh so yeah that's pretty much it. So that's what I'm pretty much doing now. I'll draw. I'll provide links and whatnot after. So absolutely. Um, should we just uh, get into this stuff? Should we get into the tier lists? Let's do it. Yeah. Um, sure. So actually, Connor, as uh, you're you are our guest, um, why don't we do the one that you gave us first? Um, sure. We're looking at Star Wars lightsaber duels. We're doing a tier list of Star Wars lightsaber duels. So our first duel on this list is Sidious versus Maul and Savage in Season 5 of The Clone Wars. Oh, I think Where, that's an underrated duel. I'm a really big fan of that duel. That is a I think it's very duel. good. Uh, I would say A you or thinking? B. I My thing was B. B. I was thinking B. What do you think, Connor? I'm... Ooh. So how like, we do okay, this? Okay, on- okay. So yeah. like, if if we're talking, so like the duel by itself, I think is really, really good. Like the mechanics of it and everything. But like looking at it as sort of a little um event in the larger picture of Maul's character arc, where it's like he just like he killed Obi Wan's pretty much the only person she would have left. He would have left the Jedi Order for. And he rules Mandalore. He's leader of Death Watch. Like, he's pretty much, like, quote-unquote, on top of the world. And he fell right then and there because Palpatine realized, yo, this guy's trying to take some of my power away. I can't really have that. So he kills Savage Opress, probably the dumbest name I've ever heard. (laughs) Um Actually, no, it's not the name. It's more the character. I really wish they didn't do what they did. I liked them pre-Dark Side. Yeah. You know, mystical stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, And he just kind of, like, really falls out of favor with everyone. And not everyone, but, like, he really falls out of favor with the Emperor. And, um, I mean, not not that he was really in favor with the Emperor. Like, the Emperor kind of... I mean, probably indirectly saw him as a tool to be used. So I think when taking into account what it means for Maul, both before and after, I got to go with A. So we're at A. I, 
I think we're going to put this in A. Yeah, I, I think do. this is yeah. an A-tier duel. Yeah, I okay. think it has a lot of significance. Next one, we have Ray and Kylo on Kef beer in Rise of Skywalker. Now, if it was up to me, I'd put this in S because I believe this is a humongous, this is a great duel. But I doubt that's probably what's going to happen. Uh, I'll pass it off to the two of you. What do you think about Ray and Kylo on Kef beer? I'm not the hugest fan of this duel. Um, if it were up to me, I'd say C probably. Um, yeah, it just it doesn't really it doesn't really work for me. Um, not too much to say there, but you know, I'm not I'm not too hard hard set on this one. So if you guys if you guys feel like it belongs higher up, I have I have no problem with that because I'm not the biggest sequel fan. So. I'm probably not the best equipped to to talk about the significance of it in the broader universe. I think, um, again, the scene right before it, where uh, one of the one of the lines I think that really stands out to me in Rise of Skywalker because I think it was one of those lines that just felt like it was just that it was like okay, we need some time to like breathe, and it was the line of. Um, of Kylo saying to Ray, like, you can't go back to her now, like I can't. And it's like, ooh, baby. He's think he thinks she's gone, but Leia's like, nope. Um, like the actual duel itself, I think is pretty good, but like sort of the emotionality of it with with Ray stabbing uh Kylo and then healing him. Um, and then him, and then Kylo becoming Ben. I gotta go. Ooh. It's weird because, like, if we're talking about the duel itself, I would go B. But like the sort of character moments in the duel, especially near the end, just like to me, push it up to an A. But like, I'm fine with, I'm fine with A or like whatever was whatever's in between A and B, like. Yeah. A point five. Yeah, if, be... if there was an in between A and B, that would probably be where we're putting it. I would probably. I'm fine putting, I'm fine putting it in A if you guys we're gonna feel put that's it... where it belongs. I, I'm sorry, I just can't put it any lower than A. Um, that this is just one of those duels. Uh, the next few are just duels that I just absolutely adore. Um, Luke and Kylo on crate. Which is funny, this is a duel on there, because their lightsabers never come into contact once. Um, I adore this duel. I adore everything about this duel. Um, I would put it at S, in my opinion, but I understand there might be some... Uh, some dissent. Some, some dissent about this. But the, but, but, but the way Luke is portrayed in here is the Luke walking out with a laser sword and taking on the entire First Order himself, like he says early in the movie. It's a beautiful, like, this is maybe one of my favorite parts of The Last Jedi as a movie, is just the beautiful artistry of this duel. Yep. It's a beautiful, uh, it's a beautiful end cap to Luke's story in The Last Jedi. Uh, again, the lead up. All three of these duels, have wonderful lead up. Last Jedi uh, on crate probably has the best build up. Oh yeah, because of Luke coming and walking out, and it's just like the brushing music. the dust off. He's brushing. Yeah, it's not even that. Just him walking before the ATM sixes all fire on him. 
It's like just this sort of the music that John Williams just expertly and perfectly conveys with that buildup. I ooh, I gotta go A. So, but I was like, gonna I'm, say but S. Like, this, I also okay, yeah. I also do not mind if it's put in S tier. I don't think it's. I don't think you have any danger of it being put in S tier because now we're gonna hear Jacob's opinion of it. You know, I think a lot of my problems with this duel, I can't really disambiguate from my problems with the Last Jedi as a whole. I didn't really agree with or enjoy their um their some of their decisions um for Luke um. I think that this duel was no different. I, I personally, I personally didn't agree with the uh, the twist that he wasn't actually there. I didn't think, I didn't think that did a lot. Um, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think that did a lot. Um, it was, it was pretty cool. There were some, there were some cool moments. I loved, um, you know, obviously Kylo more, more Luke just, you know brushing it off um, like it's like it's nothing because he's actually a, a force projection or or whatnot um so I, if it were up to me i'd say probably d or c so i think compromise split we put it in b i feel like that's a good representation of of where we all stand on it what do you guys think about that b hurts but i think that's where we're putting it that works for me all right um Duel of the Fates. Oh, I man. will spoil this one for everyone. This is my favorite duel in all of Star Wars. The energy is there. The drama is there. The the thematic stakes are there. Every this is the perfect lightsaber duel. I really, uh, if this gets put lower than A, and even if it gets put in A, I'm gonna have some questions for people, um, because this is just like Qui Gon is exactly what he should be in that fight so is maul so is obi-wan the intensity is just up there it's just i love this duel so much i agree i really i'm a huge fan of this duel um not only is it really exciting to watch it's intense the the dynamic is perfect between qui-gon and obi-wan and and maul and the way that their characters are reflected obviously by how they're fighting how obi-wan and uh, Qui-Gon are fighting together. Um, some great moments as well. You know, who's ever gonna for, who's ever gonna forget? You know, the doors open. There's Maul. He whips out the lightsaber. Boom! Double-bladed lightsaber. What the heck? Oh my god! And then, of course, you know, my favorite moment is when you know there's you have the laser doors. You have Qui-Gon calmly meditating, trying to trying to gather himself, and then you see Maul pacing around just just waiting waiting for his uh waiting for his moment like he's stalking him like a wild animal so i, I my vote is for for s tier i'm a i'm a i'm a big believer in uh in this duel yeah s tier let's do this baby so first s tier s tier for duel of the fates yoda and dooku on geonosis i'll say this i used to be a lot mm. higher on this duel I still very much like this duel. Um, I think it's very underrated as a duel. Um, I would put it at an A tier. I think it's still, um, like, I, it wouldn't be up there with my top stuff, but I still think the reveal of Dooku and how, like, how um, 
many Jedi he just got away with massacring on Geonosis. Um, and the stakes that involve Yoda pulling out a lightsaber for the first time. I, I think it's beautiful, and I think the duel is so incredibly well-crafted. Um, and it, it's, it brings Yoda in in a way that feels, for me at least, like, good for him. You couldn't have Yoda be a regular lightsaber duelist, and he's not. Uh, Yoda has his own unique, unorthodox ways of using his lightsaber, and I think it really works in the context of this fight. I'm, I, I think in terms of just the raw, straight-up choreography, this isn't my favorite duel. Um, personally, I, I feel that um, although although I uh, although um, I know there is some debate. Some people say, "Oh, you know, the prequel duels are super over choreographed, way too elaborate." Who's fighting like that? Personally, I like it. You know, these are Jedi who've been, you know, very formal training, very very traditional training. Also, just they've been they're doing this with the order, with the resources that they have, with the knowledge at their disposal, they're they're doing what they're doing with these fighting styles at an incredibly high level. That being said, I think this is one of those duels that suffers somewhat, um, despite that, from being just a little too elaborate, at least um at least for my taste. Nonetheless, obviously I think just you know, going from the Yoda we see in Empire Strikes Back. And then the Yoda that we see on the Jedi Council, I really do like getting to see this other side of Yoda and just all the possibilities in this moment when we when like I remember seeing this for the first time seeing Yoda like this and just all the possibilities that jumped into my mind of wait, I thought I I thought I knew who Yoda was. I I clearly I clearly do not. Like this is this is something else entirely. So I really have to give it props for that. I would I would give it an A. Honor. Yeah, I would give it an A too. Uh, I agree with you. You'll put it an A. So there's yeah. that's where it's going. Yep. Choreography isn't the greatest, but like again, especially especially if you've read Dooku Jedi Lost by Kevin Scott, there's a lot more emotional depth to this duel. Yeah. I think yeah. I think one of my favorite things, going off what you're saying, Hunter, about Star Wars is how everything bounces off itself and like you can appreciate different works so much more by the scaffolding that's built around them, you know. Um and I think the prequels especially, I think I think Lucasfilm, um, you know, with a lot of the um both leg both legends and canon and novelizations i think the prequels especially um they've just they've done a phenomenal job of um making it making them so much better by by adding in more stuff if you really want to if you really want to find it beyond just the movies and then when you go back and watch the movies it is so much more intense you know with the clone wars with you know, Jedi lost with, with everything of that nature. Yeah. Um, so we're getting on to Obi-Wan and Maul in season four of the Clone Wars. This is Revenge. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, Revenge. Obi-Wan uh, and Maul in Revenge. Wait, so that's... Is this the duel where 
he chops off Savage's arm, or is that a different one? Yes, that's this is the duel where he chops off Savage's arm. Oh man, oh man, this um, is this is a crazy duel. It's a crazy, a crazy duel. Um, in a surprise to absolutely no one, I'm gonna put this like probably at a C or a D for me because yeah, not surprising. This episode is just incredibly meh for me because I just don't buy Maul's return, especially how they executed it. I'm just not a big fan of it. Um, and I think this duel is kind of nothing. But. Okay, that's fair. Um, I'm definitely more of a I'm definitely more of a fan of this. Um, I think I think it does a great job, not only from from a from a the duel itself from a choreography standpoint i think is amazing it's intense you've got you've got obi-wan you know going up against against maul against savage and he really goes into he really goes into beast mode in this one um it's it's kind of unlike unlike anything we we'd seen before um for obi-wan when it was released um yeah i think Again, just as a part of the story, it does such a good job of, you know, just showing the intensity with which Maul is in this duel portraying, sorry, the intensity with which Maul is pursuing, you know, revenge on Obi-Wan and how Obi-Wan, you know, when Obi-Wan finally gets fed up and in this duel, you know, after Stas Ali, um, was was killed by Savage, you know, when he finally kind of says, you know, enough is enough. He's he's gonna go on the offensive a little bit, and he lashes out, and he does some serious damage, which is which is something that we don't often get to see um, from Obi Wan, obviously because of his approach to uh, to the Force, to his role as a Jedi. So for that, I would I would have to give it a B if it were up to me. I'm be honest, I don't remember much of this duel, but like. If from what I can remember, it was pretty cool. I yeah, I'm gonna go with the B. Okay, I think we're gonna give this a C because you both said B and I was or somewhere around D, or maybe we'll give it a B. What do you think, B or C? B. I, yeah, I, I will B. say I'll say B for this one. Okay, I'm, I'm cool. pretty high up on this episode. Yeah. Okay, Ben and Vader in f- episode four. I feel like we should give this an S just automatically because. The scene. I know that the choreography is kind of meh. But yeah, like, the choreography kills it for me. If if it was just based on the choreography, I'd give it a C. I oh, I'd give it a D. But like, <laughs> um, but like, you know, just the the dialogue in this scene is pure gold, which 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 elevates it up to S for me. There's nothing I would change about the scene. For yeah, dialogue, so. the dialogue really good. I would go A. But like the uh, choreography is like C point five level, like going. And into look, D. they were limited by the technology of their time. I know <laughs> they were. I know it's still not great. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably I think, go um, C. Okay. I wait. Think... You're giving it a C. Wait, no, wait. No, you're giving it an A, right? No, I'm giving it a C. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Um. I think I would give this an S as well. You know, obviously, the choreography, not the not the greatest, shall we say. Um, definitely very rudimentary. Does not age well at all. 
you know, that being said, the dialogue, I wouldn't change a thing, you know, watching this for the first, when I watched Star Wars for the first time, I watched it in, in release order. And man, this hit so hard, this duel, when I was nine watching this for the first time. And this is, this is one of those moments that just gets so much better because of the rest of Star Wars, because of all the context that we've gotten, you know, after we've seen the prequels, we've seen the Clone Wars, we've, we've read the novels, we know so much more about Anakin and Obi-Wan and their journey and how their lives intertwined. And that just makes it so much better for me. So I would give an S. So I think that would bring us to a, a compromise on an A or a B, I think. I think, yeah, A, I would probably say. Yeah, I think two, I- two S's and a B. Connor, is that all right with you? That's fine. Uh, like yeah. C, I yeah. would say I would say A is good. Yeah, yeah I'd say A is okay. good. What do we got next? Okay. Ahsoka and Grievous on Florum. It's one of those duels. This is for me. It's one of those duels that I always want to like more, but I don't. It's Yeah, I don't remember much of this. I'm gonna kind of give it a C. Yeah. I think I'll give um, it like a, yeah, like a B probably for me. This is in the uh, the crystal. No, not the crystal. This is in the um the young lightsaber arc, yeah. Um, I'm I'm quite I'm quite a fan of this moment. Um, I think as a duel itself, it's there's not much to it, you know. Ahsoka, you know, she does a good job of standing up to Grievous, but she does kind of get body slammed in the end. Um, oh, I feel like Ahsoka actually holds her own against Grievous on this one. I think maybe Ahsoka. I'm thinking of something else. Isn't there a moment when he like puts this? foot on her face and like flips her over or something yeah, ridiculous that's in, like, that's in the one earlier in the clone wars oh when, that's earlier in the yeah clone wars. this oh, is yeah, actually yeah. kind of i and and i love that i do oh i will say this one's a double-sided coin for me because on one hand you know ahsoka goes from being absolutely wrecked by Duke, by grievous at the beginning um to absolutely destroying grievous now but then again what has grievous actually done so far in the clone wars this fight would be a lot more threatening if Grievous had actually done anything threatening in the Clone Wars. So, you have like, a point, yeah. I, I still think it's a great moment, you know, big growth for Ahsoka, you know, throughout this arc. And I think it's just kind of a great capstone moment for that. So, but, but yeah, I'll, I'll say, I'll, I would give it a B if it were up to me, but I'm, I'm fine with it landing in C. If that's I where think I it's going to land in C, yeah. All right, so be it. Um... We have Ahsoka, Maul, and Kanan versus the three Inquisitors from Twilight Apprentice. I rewatched this episode just oh this morning, God. actually. Um, I will say this. I'll say this. A. That's my okay. ranking. A. A-, A. Your ranking is A. Twilight yeah. of the Apprentice for me is an incredible episode. I don't consider this one of the reasons. I don't think it's a bad duel by any such stretch of the imagination. I just like the picture's really cool. The visual's really cool. I don't really like, I don't think the duel stands out for me that much. Um, it, like, I love seeing all those lightsabers classing. I love seeing Maul form this tenuous alliance with his Kanan and Ahsoka before the whole blinding incident thing. Um, and I love seeing all of the, the Inquisitors in action. I just think this is like, it's not even the best duel in its episode, which is kind of a problem. So I'm, I'm putting it at B. Yeah, I, I will say A as well. Um, I'm a huge I'm a huge fan of this duel. Obviously, there are multiple parts to it. You know, it it shifts around. I love when Maul, you know, he has that moment where he starts cackling like a madman. He's like, "Oh, what fun!" And then he just jumps in and starts going absolutely 
absolutely yeah. ham. You know, he tries to tempt Ezra to the dark side with killing the seventh sister. He goes absolutely nuts on the uh, the eighth brother. He um, he blinds Kanan. Man, I'm I'm a huge fan of this. Yeah, I, I would give yeah. it an A. Yeah, we put it as A because yeah, yeah. Um, Ahsoka and Ball on Mandalore. Um, I want either of you right now to convince me that this is not an S. I don't think I will be able to. Um, I've, I yeah, me neither. I I like this duel. I just don't think I've just never been like. I gotta rewatch it because like the first time I watched it, maybe maybe it was something about the choreography, but it felt there was something off to me. But like, I I still liked. I still really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I, for me, it's a great duel. It's a it's a great moment. It's exciting. It's it's gripping. It's beautifully executed, but it just doesn't for me. It just just doesn't reach that same level of just being a, an incredible iconic moment. Um, so if it were up to me, I'd give it an A tier. But if the if the consensus says otherwise, I I do not object. I think we might actually be reaching an A tier on this, which is all right. May mortally wound me, but whatever. Um, <laughs> Ahsoka and Vader on Malo. Actually, I didn't say. Sorry, I want to talk about Ahsoka and Maul on Mandalore specifically. All right, go for I it. I love this tool so much. Everything about it is great. The fact that they got Ray Park back to do motion capture for Maul. The fact that you know the just everything about the duel the the vision that maul receives and his whole explanation is gripping and chilling and the entire like they're battling on the on those uh like kind of tightrope like things and that's extremely successful and the fact that ahsoka is able to beat maul at 16 is like crazy and i i cannot talk enough about this duel the school is awesome i love it um, Ahsoka Invader on Malachor. Yes. Again. What did you say, Connor? Yes. Jacob? Yes. Yeah, yes. I, Duh. There's not much that needs to be to be said about I this. We watched you know. it this morning. It still holds up. It still yeah. holds up. The emotional weight of, of Ahsoka and Anakin's past um, engagements um, and past relationship come to full circle in this duel. It's just a beautiful display. Um, and yeah, it's, it's one of those things where this duel is, is not really, a, it's not about the lightsaber duel, of course. It's not about the lightsaber duel. It's about the emotions. It's about the history. It's about the chemistry between the two. And it, uh, Ashley Eckstein kills it. James Earl Jones kills it. Matt Lanter kills it. It's beautiful on every sense, inside every sense of the word. Yeah, I I just remember, I was just in shock when this when this duel dropped, when this episode dropped. Yeah, easy S tier for me. What do we have next? Palpatine and Windu on Coruscant in Revenge of the Sith. Bay. Mm, yeah, know. I would give this. Sorry, go ahead. No, it's just like, it's a decent, like, it's decent, it's pretty good, but it's nothing too special. I'd go with in between a B and a C. I'm fine with whatever the consensus is. Yeah. 
The one yeah. thing that I do love about this duel is Palpatine's ridiculous facial expressions and moves <laughs> while dueling. Yes. Um, the, the, all the stuff where he's, he goes like... Yep. Um, yep. Like, yeah, he's, this he's... stuff is hilarious. I love that all. Um, and the dialogue is is iconic of its own. You know, uh, it's treason then. And, you know, yeah, of course. Um, I am the Senate. Um, <laughs> it, it has its own iconic... Flair, but the duel is not like anything to write home about for me. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, I'll give this a. Uh, it is a little underwhelming, you know, given the caliber at which Mace Windu and 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 the buildup to be the buildup yeah. of it was like holy shit. We got the buildup is better than the duel. Yeah, yeah. and three of them go down like it's nothing. No, no, I think... no. I would say C. Yeah. yeah, I'm going with oh. C now. I'll give a, I'll give it a B. I'll okay. A B. Well, Eli, what was your, what was your grading for? Mine was a B. Okay, yeah, that okay. God, Two God C's, B. Okay, that's a B. Um, I might say this... D now just so we can get C. <laughs> um, Fuck it, Obi Wan. Okay, okay, we'll move it to C. Okay, let's okay. well, move it to C. That's fine. Obi Wan and Maul, Maul S. on Naboo. It's S. different from. S. Love this. And yeah, fucking that, love it. yeah, it's, it's a great moment for Obi Wan as a Padawan because he's just as far as as far as we knew before Clone Wars, he just killed a Sith Lord. So it's like, bro, yeah, that's a yeah. that's a big up, right? It's an there. incredible. And it's just incredibly chore- choreographed. Yeah. and my favorite part of the whole thing it's is honestly is my that- favorite part of the whole duel of fates. It might be Especially one of mine him bouncing well. up and down, like him just yeah. bouncing up and down, just anxious as fuck, ready to fight. <laughs> He's amped up. Yeah, my yeah. favorite part about this this specific part of the duel is when they do the whole is when they they cut when they like barely even touch each other's lightsabers. You know those like four hits where they don't even like the lightsabers not really touching, just like ends of the tips are touching. The shup, 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 and the sound effect it makes for that, I just love that. It's and and everything about it is, is for me iconic. It's about it, you know that force push when that sends Obi Wan over the edge, and him force pulling Qui Gon's lightsaber to dissect Maul and prove himself yep. Jedi Knight and avenge, avenge his master is just is perfect. Um, Luke Vader Bespin. Ooh, uh, uh, for me, I'm gonna say S tier. I would I'm say I'm gonna go B. Interesting. So I was actually going to say A myself, um, and I think that's probably where we're going to put it because it averages. Because like I like it, but it's nothing. It's it's got it's got a really good dynamic, but it's not like a standout duel for me. It's one of those things where the best part of the duel is not a duel part. The best part of the duel is Obi Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. No, I am your father. That's the best yeah. part of the duel, in my opinion. Yeah. Um. And the duel is dramatic. It's epic. It has that like good. It has that original trilogy nostalgia to it. So I'll give it that. You know, all the original trilogy. Um. You know, we're talking about uh Ben and Vader. We're talking about Luke and Vader. We're talking about Luke and Vader two and Jedi has that like dramatic flair to it that makes it special in my eyes. Um, uh, but I, I I remember seeing people rank this as like their favorite lightsaber duel in all of Star Wars. I'm like, why? Why would you do that? <laughs> yeah, I think, I think an A then would be the, 
for averaging things out. I think that the setup and obviously you've got it's the choreography look. It's a hell of a lot better than than uh, episode four, but it's yeah. still the original trilogy choreography. But I think, at least for me, I think the 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 concept, the dynamic, and kind of the creativity of the setup outweigh um, outweigh the uh, the choreography. I mostly agree as well. Um, we have Qui Gon and Maul on Tatooine. Mm. I feel like this should be a D tier. Yeah, there. I, I don't know. I would give it a D. It, it lasts like all of one minute. I think it really, would I like it? I, I'd give it a B, but I'm fine with whatever. I, I like the choreography of it, so yeah. I think it's short but sweet. Um, but yeah. it, but it it's there, really there, just a lead up for later. Yeah. Like it just sets it, up the tension. Yeah, there's. No, I, I just don't think like other than than Maul almost running over Anakin. There's not really much I like about this duel, to be completely honest with you. Um. We have Rey and Kylo Ren on Ilum in The Force Awakens. If this were up to me, this would be an automatic S tier because this paved the way for me for the modern lightsaber duel in a way that no other duel had done so for that point. Like, we had the original trilogy era duels, we had the prequel trilogy era duels. This was the perfect synthesis. This was, you know, Rey pulling the lightsaber, claiming the Skywalker destiny. Um, and, and, you know, the duel is so energetic and it's so, it's, Ray is so fired up. Kylo's so fired up. He's just gone off of killing his father. He's just gotten shot, got off, get, gotten off of shoot, being shot by his father's best friend. I just, I, it, it's a beautiful duel. And I think it, there's a really, it's a really fun duel. And I think it's a really, you know, it, it confirms to me why The Force Awakens works so well for me because it just has that great energy that jj and daisy and adam all put into that scene and william's music and during this is is flawless wouldn't change a thing yeah i think i'd give this i'd give this an a i'm a, I'm a fan of this duel um i think yeah, i'd give um, it an a too the choreography okay. i think the setup um is great the dynamic is amazing this is definitely for me one of the uh, one of the one of the greatest um, the one of the best moments of the of the sequel trilogy. Um, I think I know I know it draws criticism for being, I guess you could say almost under choreographed or you know um, it's a little too sloppy. I've heard people compare it to pool no- waving around pool noodles, but okay. I think it works in this context given you know Kylo Ren you know. He's obviously very, a very raw fighter. Doesn't have a lot of discipline. Um, and Ray, who's obviously taught herself how to uh, taught herself defense based on hitting people with a metal stick. So yeah. I think I think it really works. I think it's I think it's raw. I think it's intense. Um, yeah, I'm a big fan. Yeah. So I think we all agreed in A. Or Connor, did you want to say something else about it? Or? Nope. That was it. Okay. Um, Dooku, Anakin, and Obi-Wan on the invisible hand in Revenge of the Sith. A. Yeah, I'll give this one an A. I'm going to give this one a C because I'm not a huge fan of it. Um, it doesn't really stand out dueling-wise in my eyes. There's what nothing the like... Fuck? No! 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 
I was not aware this was going to be blasphemy. I was genuinely not aware that was going to be such a hot take. I thought this we were going to place this it in the lower half. Blasphemy. I freaking love this duel. The setup's the setup's pretty okay, but like the actual like duel itself, I thought it was pretty freaking cool. Okay, so, apparently it. I'm the unpopular one on here for that, but um I'm going to put it at B because A A and C, so yeah. Um uh over Mustafar on on Grand Moff Tarkin's Star Destroyer, we have um, finally a fight that's worthy of our time: Kanan and Ezra versus the Inquisitor. Ass. Mm. Yeah, I'd put if it in A includes... myself. Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say I'd put it in A myself. I think there's a lot to love with this duel. It's not; it doesn't have that qu quite enough of that X factor to get it up to the S tier stuff, but undeniably Kanan's god mode is one of the greatest moments of I mean dude him cutting saber him cutting the Grand Inquisitor's saber is just like phenomenal it's beautiful it is beautiful it's and, it's yeah. yeah yeah I'm easy yes for me on this one it's it's okay. phenomenal and you know it it this is just the moment I think when it showed it really showed the world what rebels was all about you know, after yeah. a after a season that you know drew drew a lot of uh drew a lot of criticism. Some of it, some of it warranted. Some of it, um, overblown in my opinion. This was really, yeah. To this day, I think one of the one of the highlights of of Rebels and of Star Wars in general. Okay, have, I just want to say, yeah. I just want to say, the next two duels, I'm ranking at C. What do we have for the next? So our next duel we have on Genosis, Anakin and Obi-Wan versus Dooku. I was going to place this at D myself, actually, because the I only like the Obi-Wan Dooku stuff. It's the Obi-Wan and Anakin stuff that kind of kills it for me. The only thing I really do like about this duel is the, the Anakin with two sabers. I think that's an interesting idea and something they should totally do more in Star Wars um, beyond uh, Ventress. Uh, but... I think there's not really much having this duel stand out. Yeah, yeah, um, I, I agree honestly. So, where are you putting it? I'll put it at C as well. Okay. Um, Obi Wan versus Grievous on Utapau. Personally, I know Connor said you already said you're going to rank it C. I'm going to put it. I would rank it A myself because I do like, you know this. Actually, I think I'd put it at B, because this fight has a lot of good energy in it, um, and I think there's a lot to love, but I understand why somebody would fall flat on it. Um, I love Grievous, um, and I love the way his character works, especially in Revenge of the Sith, um, and I think that it delivers us a new kind of lightsaber duel. I understand if it could be a little... It, it was a little drawn out with all of the stuff that happens, and Obi-Wan does disarm uh grievous to get to like this the weird speeder chase rather quickly um but look this fight is what brought us hello there this fight is what got us you know that entire sequence of dialogue and i and i truly believe that that's you know that 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 keeps it out of bad territory yeah i'll i'll give it a b i'll give it a b giving it a b Okay. Anakin and Dooku on Tatooine. I'll go mm. B. 
I, oh, I was going to go deep. Clone, I was going to, I got to rewatch the Clone Wars movie, but like, I freaking love the Clone Wars movie. So like, I'm sentimental, B. I, I'm lukewarm yeah. on the Clone Wars movie. Um, uh, generally, <laughs> I don't like it that much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm, I, I generally don't like it that much. And the only thing um, I remember about this duel that I really liked was um, when uh, Dooku gains uh, an advantage by throwing sand at Anakin with the Force. Which I think is fun. Yeah, that that moment is fun. Yeah, I'll, I'll give this a, I'll give this a C. Um, there's not an awful lot to it, I think. But again, yeah, I agree. The sentimental value is there. I love the Clone Wars movie as well. Um, so with the next one we have is over Toy Daria, Dooku versus Asajj Ventress versus Savage Opress. When was this duel? This was Witches of the Mist. After, um, so Dooku's like, "Hey, Savage, can you bring uh, Katunko back to me alive?" And Savage is like, "Sure." And then he's like, "Here, I brought you him back dead." And Dooku's like, "Why the fuck did you do that? You're a stupid apprentice." And Ventress is like, "That's no way to treat your apprentice. I should know I was treated that way by you." And it was it devolves into an a three way fight between Dooku and Ventress and. Uh, uh, and Savage Dooku who wants to control Savage Ventress who wants to control Savage and Savage who just wants to be left the fuck alone I genuinely don't remember this duel so I'm just gonna give it a a, a, mm, I don't know actually because like a three-way duel sounds really cool and they probably did a lot with it but like I don't remember yeah. anything of it i was gonna put it at c myself i yeah, wasn't I was a huge fan of it probably gonna go c maybe d i mean it's cool but like yeah, yeah Jacob? I'd, give it a, I'd give it a b i think uh i think it doesn't quite live up to the potential that a three-way duel could have yeah. but it's it's cool enough for me uh Next, your master could your master has deceived you into believing you can become a Jedi. Vader versus Kanan and Ezra on Lothal. I feel like, and this is weird because I'm probably the 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 person who's the most negative on about Rebels out of all three of us. Uh, and believe me, that's not I'm not negative about Rebels at all. But I think this deserves S. Which is something I didn't think I was going to find myself saying about Rebels, especially this duel, but here I am. I don't remember this duel, and I've rewatched, and I'm starting to re, and I'm in the process of rewatching Rebels. Uh, I'm going to go with B. Yeah, I would give this a B. I think it's not Rebels' finest moment, but it's still a, still a, still a very solid duel, if not most memorable. So I think that means we're probably giving it an A. That sound good to both of you? Sure. Okay. Um, oh, Return of the Jedi? Oh, this one? Yeah, S. Luke, Luke Vader um, on Death Star 2 over Endor. Um, yeah. yeah, S. 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 Beautiful. Art. S. Easy. Chef's kiss. Yep. yep. Oh, Twin um, Sons? S. Twin Sons. S. Chef's kiss. Beautiful. Art. S. Perfect. Yeah. Those were two of the easiest duels ever. They're uh, both just so incredibly poetic and so moving, uh, and you really get insight into Luke, Vader, Maul, and Obi Wan, uh, and their emotions and their psyches, and all of the, and in both of those fights. Yeah, easy. Um, 
Ventress versus Ahsoka and Luminara um, on the Star Destroyer Tranquility, I believe it is. Oh. In oh, Shred- yeah. Look at yeah, I like I, I like this duel a lot. I'm gonna give it an A. I'm gonna give it a D because I'm kind of mad on this, honestly. Jacob, I would give this. I'll give it a B. It's it's pretty cool. Actually, I'll, actually a C. I'll give it a C. Okay, I think we're gonna give it a C. Okay, what we're gonna do? It's fine. Um. What's this next one? Ventress versus Obi-Wan and Anakin above... Where is that planet? Where is that fucking planet? Um, I know this episode. It's um, Night Sisters. Um, this, this is... I think this is right after... Um, it is after, is right after Dooku betrays... Yeah, this is right after Ventress. Dooku betrays Ventress. This is right after Palpatine is It's like, over Sullust. This is right I, after Palpatine is like, oh, she's grown too powerful. You must eliminate her. And he's like, no, I don't want to eliminate her. And he says, eliminate her. And, and, oh, yeah. I kind of remember this duel, but not really. I'll give it a C. I was going to give it like a D or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's I'll give a, it a. Uh, uh, mm, yeah, I'll give it a C. It's not. Okay. Nothing special to me. Um, Yoda versus Palpatine on Coruscant. A, yeah, it's a solid A. I don't think it's I don't think it's like iconic yeah. S tier, but yeah, I, I like the duel. My opinion of this duel has decreased over the few years because I love the, both the characters, but both of their fighting styles are so ridiculous, and I don't think really work as well as they wanted as they could have in a fight of this caliber. I do love seeing them throw the, the literal senate at each other, though. I think that's really awesome. Uh, yeah, we'll put we're putting it a day. I think I probably would have put it at B, but yeah. Um, Battle, Battle of the Heroes, Heroes. Obi-Wan, oh, Anakin, uh, Mustafar. Yeah, it, it yeah, drags I think on I put it as a, a little too long. And but the dialogue is perfect. The dialogue and just everything at the end is just phenomenal. So yeah. The dialogue is A. Perfect. A. Yeah, I, I give this in, man. I think I, yeah, I think I give this an S, but I'm, I'm fine with an A as well. But it is a, it is. It's not my favorite duel, but it is definitely phenomenal. So this so, is our tier list. That's our we tier have no list. No D's. That's interesting. No, no D's. D's. I thought we were gonna get one or two. Um, I'll so, ask this. We'll, we'll we'll let's we'll let's do this at the end. I'll go around. Let's ask. Uh, I'll ask um everybody what opinion they mo- like what placement they most agree with and most disagree with. I was gonna. A- I just want to ask. Is your favorite overall Star Wars duel in this list? Yes. Jacob? Yes. Okay. Mine is you're you're going to say a Fallen Order duel, aren't you, Connor? Yeah, because mine's not. My actual oh. favorite my favorite overall lightsaber duel is Cal Kestis versus the Ninth Sister atop the Origin Tree, atop the origin tree on Kashyyyk. I just really like that fight. You're active in it. Cal just went through a spiritual journey because he just fully reconnected to the Force on Kashyyyk. The Origin Tree has a lot of spiritual significance to the Wookiees. Uh, and it's just a fight atop the Origin Tree, man. And he dismembers her and he dismembers her right hand. And like, that's just dope. 
So he just took down an inquisitor BD. Yep. So um yeah. That was what that was favorite? his episode one Phantom Menace. Uh that was his episode one Obi-Wan moment. Yeah. What is your favorite duel um in Star Wars shakeup? I'm now curious. Man, this is a hard one, but I think Return of the Jedi, Luke and Vader. I think it's an incredibly and it's an incredible duel. Um, I fucking love that that you that your favorite duel is the Return of the Jedi one. Like I think <laughs> yeah. that's hilarious. Yeah, I know because that's my least favorite of the of the original trilogy movies. But um, oh, you shouldn't have said that. I was going with <laughs> because I was um because I'm the the Return of the Jedi standing here. But okay. Yeah, I mean, just it's so beautiful emotionally the journey that vader's been on the journey that luke has been on them you know coming face to face again the lead up the lead up is absolutely incredible okay the way they they walk in there the way luke is just calmly next to vader that's just that's insane to me after what they've been through and then just you have that moment where you know luke finally has vader on the back foot he cuts his robot hand off he he wants to strike him down and then Luke just, he tosses lightsaber and he says, no, this is not the Jedi way. I'm a Jedi like my father before me. Like, Damn straight. That is just incredible. And I just, I just remember the impact that everything in this duel had on me watching it for the first time when I was, I think, she must have been 10 or 11. Yeah, I, yeah, I can't get enough of this duel. It's easily my favorite, actually, the more I think so, about it. So Connor... Um, actually, so wait, let, let's go around. What decision did you agree with most about on this? What decision did you disagree with most? I'll start. Um, agree with, I'm so glad we put uh, Twin Sons and Duel of the Fates um, in S tier because I think that's beautiful. I think they're both beautiful. Um, also, disagree with Jacob. Putting Luke and Ben in B tier is all your fault, and I'm never going to let you live that down. So um, go ahead, Jacob. What is right. your what decision do you um, agree with most and disagree with most on this tier list? I disagree with all the S tier duels, which to recap is Duel of the Wait, Fates. Really? Yeah, Duel all of the them? Fates. Duel of the Fates, that's just Obi-Wan and Maul. Ahsoka and Vader on Malachor. Kanan and Ezra versus the Inquisitor versus the Grand Inquisitor, the final duel. Um, the Twin Sons duel and Vader versus Luke in. Did you say you disagree or you agree? I agree. I agree with okay. all of them. I think you said think disagree they're... before. Oh, oh, my bad. My bad. My bad. I, I totally I agree thought he was doing them. a bit. I thought he was doing a bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I totally agree with all of them. Um, I think they're all, I love all these duels and they're incredibly well-deserving. I think it really, really pains me to see the invisible hand duel at B tier. I really think that, I, in my opinion, that definitely belongs higher up the list. Yeah, I think that's pretty much the same. I'm pretty much in this in league with J with uh Jacob. I agree with all the S tier duels and just the first episode three duel being beer B tier. Mm, yeah, can't shake it. Not a fan. Okay, apparently I've said a lot of people today so far. That's good. It's good to hear. Um okay, uh so Connor, we have a decision to make. Um, and Jacob, of course, you can um, help with this decision too, but I was going to say this. Actually, let's let Connor decide. Connor, which one do you want to see first? Um, do you want to do 
clones or do you want to do the unanimated arcs? Uh, let's do unanimated arcs. Jacob, are you good with that? Let's do it. Unanimated arcs. This was my tier list, and I'm very excited about this. So these are arcs that um were planned for the Clone Wars before the 2013 cancellation and what remains after the uh, revival season of Season 7 in 2020. So let's just get into this, shall we? Um, Boba Fett and Cad Bane on Tatooine. Um, this S. would have been interesting. Automatic S. Yeah. I've uh, seen it. I like it a lot. S. Uh, Jacob, what do you think? I know nothing about this arc, so I'm going to abstain from voting for this one, actually. I'll, I'll give you a little background um, on it, if it helps you at all. Boba and Cad Bane were going to take a side mission to Tatooine, and Cad Bane's objective was to train Boba up because Django and Cad, while Django was alive, never got to fight and see who was the better bounty hunter. And he's hoping to train Boba up so he can see who's the better bounty hunter. And they duel at the end, and it leaves. And, and, and um, Bane, if you remember that Bane has that patch on his head in the Bad Batch, that's from this. Um, and Boba gets the dent in his helmet from that duel are you still gonna abstain or what what's going on that sounds that sounds pretty neat i'd give that a a or a b i'm gonna say a um, a is completely fine yeah i mean i i think it would be cool but i think uh i i don't think this is my favorite of any of these um Let's talk about uh, Crystal Crisis, which Jacob and I actually reviewed on Indie Galaxy around a month ago. Uh, a. A. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I like seen, it a lot. I've Crystal seen Crisis? parts of. I've seen parts of it. So, uh, Jacob, what do you? What would you say about Crystal Crisis? I was actually a big fan of it. Um, definitely more more of an offbeat arc. There were a lot of moments with the dialogue. Where I just thought, man, this was really like where they had the dialogue. Were they were they smoking something? Uh, what was what was going on there? But I liked it. I liked it overall. So I, I think an A. I think it was really solid. Okay, I was gonna put it as a B. Um, I think there is some really great stuff in this arc, and there's some stuff that just doesn't work for me. Um, uh, but the good the good stuff is really good, and the bad stuff is eh, whatever. Um. So I guess we're putting that as A at A as well. Dark Disciple One, Quinlan Voss meets Asajj Ventress. Um, they're both two outcasts from their respective orders. They fall in love. Uh, you can read all of this, Dark Disciple One and Dark Disciple Two, which I'll move over here. Um, let's rank them as a group. Why not? Um, wh what do you think about? What do you all think about Dark Disciple? First of all, have have you read Dark Disciple, Connor? I'm in the process of reading it, albeit very, very, very slowly. So I, from what it sounds like, it'd be a pretty solid Clone Wars arc, so I'll give it an A. Jacob? Yeah, I'd, I'd, give, I'd give it an A as well, I think, just from, yeah. from, from what I know and what little of it I've experienced of it. Yeah. I think it's a uh, it, it would have had a lot of potential. 
I, I think I probably would give it an A as well because I think it would have I, I think it would have been very good. It might not have been my exact kind of thing, but I think it would have opened some really interesting possibilities. And I would want to see Quinlan as a main character of an arc because I think that would be really interesting. Um, the Bad Batch go to Kashyyyk with Yoda, um, and that's the arc we're talking about next. The Bad Batch on Kashyyyk. Um, they go to hey. with Yoda, and they uh, it, there's this whole thing with the Wookiees uh, allying with them, and the Wookiees having to burn their ancestral trees, and having tree ants go to battle with them on Kashyyyk. Uh, what do yeah. you think, Jacob? Yeah, uh, uh, hey, from what I've from what I've I've seen of this, yeah, it's pretty pretty great. Yeah, it's uh, written by one of my favorite writers, Matt McNabbett. So, hey, yeah. I was going to go with um, probably be myself. Uh, Son of Dathomir. We would have seen, this is in comic form now. We would have seen how Darth Maul escaped uh, the clutches of Darth Sidious and the death of Mother Talzin. Um, so the comic for me is S. So yeah, S tier. Yeah. I think yeah, I might say an, S as well. Yeah. It's an S tier comic. Wait, 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 wait. Eli, you're, you're giving an S rating? To a to a to a piece of media about Maul, uh, it, may I I'm recall? May, may right I now. give you? May may I give it? Maybe may I? Um, may I remind you that I also put Twin Sons and Duel the Fates in S. Okay, okay, that's fair. That is fair. But 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 here's the thing. Often you, you should notice this because often I give S tiers and good stuff to media about what Maul getting his ass kicked. It's most that's most of the stuff. Um, I mean, other than Duel of the Fates, but that's just a masterclass in duels. Um, but uh, what was I gonna say? Um, but but yeah, Twin Sons is Maul getting his ass kicked. Um, we have return not of the Jedi, but to the Jedi, where Ahsoka investigates a Sith shrine below the Jedi Temple. Um, Darth Sidious tries to stop her, but uh, doesn't succeed. Um, she finds out some sinister things about the Jedi and the Force in the process. Um, I'm gonna say this is S, because I would have loved to see this weird Force shit that I think they would have done with this arc. I'll, I'll go A. Yeah, I, 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 it sounds like a really, really cool idea. So Yeah, I'll, I'll go S as well. The idea seems pretty, pretty great. We're going S for Return to the Jedi. Yep. All right. Rex! R2 and a reprogrammed super battle droid crash land on a planet and are forced to work together to survive in a Top Gun-esque style arc. That's what we're looking at. Rex R2 Top Gun style. Yes. I love yes. R2. Yeah. I love R2. The, so. I'm, him, I'm such a sucker. Working. Sorry, go ahead. I was just saying, like, him working with Rex and a reprogrammed super battle droid just sounds like a ton of fun. Yeah, I'm such a sucker for when they give the droids, especially the separatist battle droids, when they when they give them a lot of personality and charm in the uh in the Clone Wars. I'm such a sucker for that. So yeah, automatic S tier for the for the reprogrammed B2. So I think I would have done gone B for this, so I think we're pulling it put it in A. Um if that's okay with the both of you. God um damn it, Eli. <laughs> I know. I love being the controversial one in here. I, I know which I, one. I know which decision yeah. I disagree with now. Yeah. No shit. Um. I. I. Uh. 
The Yuzhan Vong. The Yuzhan Vong were slated to appear in Star Wars The Clone Wars, believe it or not. Um, uh, it was supposed to be an X-Files alien abduction type series of episodes. It didn't get that far, and Dave Filoni has also said that it was very unlikely that it would have actually made it into the show, that they were just looking at exploring concept or ideas for it, but yeah. See, I don't know. For me, this this arc could have been incredible or really bad. Yeah, I'd give it. A, I'd like give, I, I'll give it a C as well. You know, it's. I think I'd end up giving it a B, but I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the two of you and and go C. Um, we return to Mon Calamari to address um growing concerns on Mon Cala with the Chancellor. Um, with Palpatine's growing power in the Senate and politics and Anakin and Padme having to deal with that. Um, we return to Mon Cala in this arc, so I automatically have to put it in S tier because I love Mon Cala 1, and I think it would have been great to see it again. I would give so. it an A. As we talked about previously before this, Eli, uh, obviously they'd have to change some stuff, but like it'd be cool with how it could potentially tie into uh, the 2017 Vader comic. Specifically, the Moncala arc that Charles Soule wrote. So I'd give it an A. Plus, like the politicking of Star Wars with the with the uh, Clone Wars is was really solid. So, Jacob, return to Moncala. Mm, I'll give it a B. Uh, it seems it seems like a it seems like a solid one. Okay, I think we're putting it in an A then. Um, because yeah, I put it in S. Uh, Connor put it in A, and Jacob put it okay. I could not, for the life of me, figure out this last arc. Um, I did my. I if anybody knows, if anyone wants to look at this tier list and tell me what they think it is, what my guess guess was was there was originally an entire arc planned about Plo finding Ahsoka before the Clone Wars and taking her to the Jedi Temple, um, and I think that this is what that is. Um, basically, a a friendly woman of an alien species would have tried to take Ahsoka, um, uh, and she seemed to be very friendly, um, and, and Plo is that very imposing figure, um, uh, but the, the late, the alien lady would end up being a part of a bounty hunter gang that was attempting to sell Force sensitives, and Plo is, of course, a Jedi, the moral being judge, uh, don't judge a book by its cover. Um, I'm gonna maybe do a hot take, I'm gonna maybe deliver a hot take here, I don't think there was an. I don't think this was needed. Like I think it would have been cool, but I'm not sure if this was really needed. Um, and I I would be inclined to place it at like C. Yeah, same. Yeah, so. yeah. I'll, I'll give it a C as well. Okay, and that is our um that is our second tier list done. Uh, Star Wars in a Galaxy unanimated Clone Wars arcs. Let's pass it around. Um, uh. Jacob, why don't you go first on this one? Um, what dis- decision do you most agree with and most disagree with? I most agree with... Oh boy, let me see. I, I most agree with Son of Dathomir, you know. That's just, I think, a pre- pretty masterfully executed, um, at least in comic form, so I would have loved to see it um, on the screen. Um, and what I most disagree with I don't know. I think they all have pretty, pretty fair, um, 
pretty pretty fair rankings. And honestly, I'm not I'm not going off a whole lot of information or this a whole one's lot of experience tricky because of, of that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Connor, what about you? The one I most agree with is Son and Dathomir, and the one I most disagree with is the whole Rex and R two one being an A when it rightfully should be an S. Actually, yeah, I, I I'm with you. I'm with you there, Connor. I'm right with you there. Sorry. How about you, Eli? Well, what a uh, what you got? Okay, here we go. So, um, mine would be Son of Dathomir, absolutely at S. I think. Um, by the way, thank you both for put for. Um, I, I I know this was mostly uh, Jacob, but uh, but but thank you for letting me put Return to the Jedi in S. But also screw both of you because. Mon Calamari totally should have been an S. So, um, all right, like, it is. I don't know. Connor, I don't know. Yeah, let's Connor, switch switching it up a little bit. This is just going to be Jacob nerding out for however long we do that. Like, this is, we're barely even to be involved in this conversation. I hope you know that. Oh, I mean, there's literally <laughs> one ship that I know is S tier, and it's not easy. It's not that hard to figure out which one it is. So, unless it's not there, which it'd be shock me if it wasn't. Okay. So let's see what we here we got. go. Holy shit, we have two. Also, the, lot. these are these are vehicles as well. Um, okay. So we have the ATAT, the All Terrain Armored Transport. Um, I personally think they're very iconic, and I love them. Um, I would put them in S tier. Yeah, S. They yeah, serve a really see, good function. When when you see ATATs, you know there's trouble coming. Uh, they're ooh, stupid, AT-T- but they're awesome. ATTEs, yeah, S. Yeah, ATTEs are iconic as well, especially, yeah, just in the Clone Wars. Yeah, you got to love them. Jacob, what are you putting it at? S as well. Uh, so I would put it at B. So hope A is all right. Um, fucking kidding me. <laughs> uh, the Unabongo. The Bongo. Um, what's What's this from again? It's when they go underwater in uh, Phantom Menace. Uh, uh, oh, that thing. Uh, I like. I love the prequel design. So, ass. I'm partial to all of them. I was gonna go like very low. I was gonna go C or D or something like that because I'm just like kind of not huge on them. But whatever. I'll give it a C. I'm neutral. Yeah. Um, let's do like a B. Then. I was going to say C would be fine with me. Okay. And then we'll put it there. Um, uh, the V-Wing stars, S. Uh, the Destroyer. S. Are you going to put all of these at S? Dude, it's a V-Wing. They're a great design. I love playing them in Battlefront 2. S. I will say, um, I will put it at, um, probably a C. Because I'm you're killing me, Eli. I know. I'm sorry, Con. You're killing me. Uh, I'm gonna say the V Wing look, it's cool, but it doesn't really do a whole lot. What what did you say? What tier? It's cool, but it doesn't do a whole lot. I'll give it B. B. So I think it's gonna end up with probably A or B. Let's do B. What about that? That's good. Uh, that, that, that's car. a lot. That's a lot better than C. Uh, cloud car uh, designs cool. 
using them in Battlefront 2 was cool, but like I wasn't big on but I see. I was gonna go see as well. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give them a C. They're cool. They don't do a whole lot. Um AATs, A. I love the design. Sorry, not A, uh, S. I love the design of the AATs. They're an iconic yeah. design. Yeah. Um, I just I love S-tier. the AATs. Yep. Jacob? Yeah, I, I give this an A, but if it, if it's an S, it's fine. It's a very iconic design. I love them in the Clone Wars. Um, they take a lot of abuse from clones and Jedi, but they they serve their purpose and they uh, they look cool doing it. Uh, Tantive four, Tantive four. Uh, I was gonna say the, Hammerhead Corvette. Yeah. Wait, that's a Hammerhead Corvette. No, I meant uh, yeah, that's what they're called, right? The Hammerhead Corvettes. That looks like a wait, wait. Let me make it full. No, no, I'm pretty sure that's. I'm pretty sure the that Hammerhead looks like Corvette. That CR90. Yeah, CR90. Oh yeah, the CR90 transports. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like the, the Tanta V4. The Tanta V4 model. Yeah, I'll yeah, go. The Tanta V4 model. I'll go like <laughs> B. I don't know. They're cool. I think like the designer designs okay. I think the icon, the iconography of it for me would raise it to A, but I'm fine if we put it in B. And you guys are killing me. I was gonna say S all the way. I love the Tanta V4. I love this. We're design. putting in an A. But if it's the consensus is A, so be it. Okay. Somebody tried and convinced me that the L A A T slash I should not be an S. I love that shit. It needs to be an S. It needs it to be needs an, to S. Be an yeah. S. Yeah. I agree. What the hell is this? It needs to be an S. I was really into Legos when I was a when I was a few years younger. And Dude, the L A T. This was Lego my pride and joy. Set was incredible what's the next one? Oh, this is ship that gets blown up in the, the radiant of... seven um radiant B. oh i like the design a lot b i was gonna go with b or c or maybe even yeah maybe even d yeah i'll give it a i'll give it a c you know um it's a feels a little bit like a knockoff uh corellian corvette but, you know. yeah um so, sand crawler b I was gonna. I can't stand these things. I don't like um, sand crawlers, so I was gonna go with D or F on this one. I'd go with D on this one. Oh, you guys! <laughs> it's okay. Just, um, just I'll give this one an S. I I love the sand crawlers. They're we're putting iconic, this in B. and they're they're cool in kind of a funky offbeat way. What do we got next? Y wings? No, it's not the Y. It's not a Y wing. It's not a Y wing. It's what the fuck is this called? Oh my god! It's what's this Bell, shit called? It's the oh, Belbalob twenty two. Is that yeah. the, is the that soulless Grievous's, one? Is the that soulless one. one. Thank you. The soulless is that one. Grievous's ship. Yes. Uh, a. The design's cool. I was gonna go with like C or D, just because like yeah, that's fair. I don't remember yeah, that ship at all. Um, let's much. go with B. For I was going to say C. Um, C speeder bikes. The 74 Zs. Uh, A. Yeah, Probably Eli, too. you can put Grievous's ship in C if you want. I don't okay. care. Okay. But yeah, um, speeder bikes, I give A. I was going to say like C or something. Uh, Jacob? Mm, I give them a C. I don't, they, they don't do a lot. They're not. Let's go I'm not B. a huge fan. Um, Luke or Hulk, A. Luke or Hulk. I was going to go S. I love the design of Luke or Hulk. Yeah, same. Yeah. I got to go okay, A. Yeah, uh, right, yeah cool. I think A. I'll give it an A. You know, the Luke or Hulks, they're, they're pretty. They're pretty. Is nice. that the Jedi Starfighter? It is the Delta 7B. S. Um, 
I've never been too fond of them, honestly. I I'll give it a B. Be. Actually, it's no, a, I'll go nice, A. I'll go It's a, a nice ship. Yeah. Okay. Vulture droids. Ass. I like them a lot, A. Yeah, I'll give it an A as well. They're 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 cool. They're not my favorite though. Nice, nice. Is that the Mon wait, Mon Calamari Cruisers? Oh, the MC eighty. I'm giving them an S because of their backstory. Ooh, okay. I'm giving you know them an S. At least yeah, in Legends, S. you know, they were no, they were dude, underwater skyscrapers. Cannibal yeah, I mean, yeah. They Under have a pretty solid backstory. S. Yeah. Yes. Like, are you kidding yeah. me? That's the coolest backstory you could ask for. Um, ATST. We have the all-terrain scout transport, the ATST. Uh, S. Not S. A. I meant to say <laughs> the freaking letters confused me. I'll go with A. I like the design. They're cool. Just, I don't know. Yeah. A. B. They're all right, but they're knockoff ATATs, and they don't carry the same amount of. Gravitas. Mm. Uh yeah, I give a I give a C, you know. They're not they're not they're not iconic or pivotal. So I think we're probably gonna give them an air of B. What do you B? Because yeah, I said A, you said B, and he oh, said C. So I oh, think you said oh, A, yeah. okay. I thought you said S for a second. Okay. No. Um the wheel bike. Oh, Grievous's wheel bike. I think this thing is honestly kind of stupid. I'm honestly going to give it a D. We see it for like yeah, yeah. Uh, two D. Yeah. It's a cool design. It's just like eh, D. Yeah. Tie bombers A S S. I love tie bombers. Tie bombers are great. They're associated with the asteroid field, which is a sequence I love in Empire Strikes Back. Um, S. Jacob. Oh, I'll give these a B. They're not. They're not my favorite, but they're uh, they're neat. What we, is, that, is that the regular Imperial Star Destroyer? No, that isn't. That, that's um, Super Star Destroyer. That's the Executor. Ass. Yeah. I love S. the design. Yeah. The only thing I like more than the Executor in terms of capital ships is the Eclipse, which is probably not on What here. is this next one? Do you? Oh, this is the uh, transport they used to get off of Hoth. The Rebel Transports. Look, they may not look like much, but they get the job done. They're the heavy lifters working behind the scenes. A. C. Mm, I'm going to go with C. Okay, so that's probably going to be B, right? That's a B, yeah. What's this now? Is um, that the Hammerhead Corvette? That's the Hammerhead Corvette. I lied that time. Hammerhead Corvette. A. C. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan. I'll give it a B. I'm not the hugest fan of the design, but I like the the Kotor nod, like how they they bring. Are there's the um? Are there the Jedi Starfighters? Uh, Jedi uh, Delta Seven. Uh, that was the, before it was Delta Seven A. I think this is Delta Seven B. No, this Asked. is the. Uh, that's the uh, Eta Two Actus. I think. The Eta Two, yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, the uh, Eta Two, yeah. S. I love it. S. I absolutely love the symbolism of the. Uh, the way the front of the cockpit windows look kind of like the TIE fighter windows, obviously symbolizing the way the Jedi and the Republic are kind of slipping away and, you know, things are getting a bit darker. So, yeah, I'd give it an A. Um, I was going to give it a B, so um, it's going to be a. a, a. Um, Imperial Shuttle, S. When, you, when these guys show up, you know trouble's coming. A. Mm, yeah. A as well. Malayan Falcon. I dare either of you not to put this as an S. A. 
I'll give I'll give it an S. I'll give it an S. It's it's iconic. Why? Connor, why? Connor, Connor and Eli are just ruining each other's days right now. Yeah, it's like, Connor, like it's the Connor. Falcon. It's cool. I like it. I just haven't. I don't really resonate with it a lot. So yeah, but whatever. That's, that's it's in fair, the S tier. It's whatever. It's, Ooh, it, Naboo it, Starfighter S. S. Yeah. Especially after the the new, especially after that book of Boba Fett episode. Yeah, the book of Boba Fett episode with the Mandalorian recuperating his thing. Yeah, Dude, and I gotta go ask. Fighters are sexy. They're great. Jacob? Yeah, I'll, I'll give an A tier, but whatever that. Yeah, S tier, I guess. They're, they're, uh, they're oh, nice. is that a? Oh, that's the that's World Cruiser. News. Uh, A. I was gonna go with S because I love all of the Naboo ships. Mm, I'll give it. I'll give it a B. It's not my, okay, not my so favorite. A, uh, pod racers. Uh Hey. Uh. Okay. So. Uh. Scotty. Uh. Jero and Jerry Cable. Please do not attack my family. Um. <laughs> I don't like pod racers that much. I'm gonna go with an A. I like them. I'm actually no no. Was... Ah! You know what? I'll go S because like there's so many cool designs and they're all like sort of personable and they're all sort of personal and just like the Boons and Eve Classica is just like the one of the greatest sequences in all Star Wars. So S. I was gonna go with C myself. So you son of a bitch. <laughs> Again, Scotty, Jerry, don't kill my family. I'll go with a C as well. Honestly, they're they're neat. They're neat, but well, they're not. They're we'll not put my it in favorite. B. Scimitar. Right. Ask. Actually, Scimitar, no, A. 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 Yeah, I'm going with A. Actually, ooh, you, mm, whatever, whatever's in between S and A, that's yeah. where I would put it. Scimitar is great. I love Scimitar so much. It's, it it yeah, works perfectly with Darth Maul's ship. Dope-ass design. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I'll give it an A as well. I love how it looks like an evil version of the uh, the Naboo cruiser that is also in that movie. I think that's a great touch. Um. Okay. Is that an A-wing? I think that's an A-wing. S. I love S, the A-wing. S of the Rebel Starships. Mm, yeah. I'm going to go with a B. I'm not the hugest fan of A-wings. Sorry to uh, spoil the party. Uh, the fire Class, the fire oh, yeah. class attack ship. Uh, B. S. I'll Actually, no, you know what? Nah, I'll go with A. I'll go with yeah, a. I'll go with A. It's 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 Boba's ship. Come on, guys. Okay. Anyway, I don't care um, that much. I like them. I like neither them. actually. Um, but yeah. What, what's this um, next one? Oh, is that the uh, supremacy? The supremacy. S tier. Jacob's gonna destroy us. Yes, he is. Mm. I'm just let me ready get a closer. To let me get a closer look at this ship real quick, just too. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's all right. Um, I like the concept. I think it's all right. It's the supremacy, is, Jacob. I think I think my problem with it is that at a certain point you get too big, and I think it is in my mind one of my problems with the sequel trilogy is that. A lot of it is kind of just the originals 
but bigger and badder. And for that reason, I think I'll give it a... Uh, mm, I'll give it a C. I think we're putting this at B. Maybe A if Jacob can. This one's a hard one. Put it in A. Not having a good time. Put put it in A. You can put it in A. You can put it in A. It's all good with me. That Uh, one's still annoying me. Snow speeders. Tier sporty seven air speeders. I'd love Uh, to catch a firefly that's far away. Uh A. Mm, S tier. I love these things. I'm lukewarm on them. I, I I would say B. So we're going A. Um, uh, what's the next one? Solar oh, Sailor. Oh, S. I S-tier. fucking love that ship. S tier. Fucking love that ship. That shit's so cool. S. Man. Um. Sorry. What am I? What am I looking at? I'm. Is that is that like oh, dope ass show. ship that like fucking yeah, does yeah, that yeah. like flap thing oh, no, no, or yeah. whatever? I know the one. S. Yeah. S. It's great. Then you have that one time that Asajj Ventress borrows it in the Clone Wars, yeah. and you're just like, or uh, Imperial the Star ISC Destroyer. One, the Imperial Star Destroyer. Ash. Iconic, too iconic. Dun, Even though as a, I, I think it's design philosophy. Kind of sucks, but yeah, S tier. It's 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 a freaking Star Destroyer. B wing. The B wing is the Ochi of Bestoon of of Star Fighters. It totally should not work, but it does. Um, this is mostly because of my rewatch of uh, Flight of the Defender recently. Flight um, of the Defender is such a solid episode, and for that reason alone, the no, Wings of the Master, that. Wings of the Master, sorry, Wings of wings the Master. Wings of the Master, yeah, that is a solid episode just by itself. That like I have to, be, I have to give B Wings an A. Yeah, I'll give B Wings an A as well. I I, I like B Wings. They're neat. Y Wings. Okay, for, before anybody says this, Thomas. S- Thomas, wherever you are, don't hurt our families. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna um, I'm gonna go with S on this one. I love Y Wings. So Yeah. Yeah, S S for the Y Wings, you know. Um Yeah, I, I, I love them. I love how you get them in the Clone Wars and you get them in the Rebellion. What's I'm too scared of an of an angry major going at come after us. I was gonna go A, but I think we're gonna put him in S anyway. Um, U wings, aka the dumbest of the wings. S. C. Son of a bitch, Eli. God yeah, U wings. Actually, mm. no, no, don't you do it, Jacob? Don't you do it? Are you kidding me? They're troop transports. They're such a uh, cool design. The wings yeah. come out. It's such a cool design yeah. philosophy. I'll give it an A. I'll give it an A. It's a cool design philosophy. Mm, okay. It's a very cool design philosophy. The Katana, Jabba's sail barge. Oh, B. I was gonna give it A myself because I just I'm a huge I, I I'm not crazy about the design, but I'm a huge fan of the Jabba's Palace sequence in Jedi. Actually, you know what? I'll give it an A because it's such a fun level in the complete saga. Oh, it is. I love that. I love that level. And plus it's it great. has Max Rebo. Yeah, who doesn't love Max Rebo? Yeah, right. Jacob. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, eh, yeah, I'll give it a I'll give it an A. Tie Fighter S. S. Jinx. No one those things on screen that trouble's coming. I don't yeah. care. S. Jacob. Yeah, I'll give it an S as well. Too iconic not to. Uh, 
Tie interceptor. Yeah. Also S. S. Mm, I, I would give it an A, but yeah, S. It's they're pretty cool. The oh, and dude. I love I know this piece of trivia. I this is one of the first pieces of trivia that I actually learned vault by while actually studying for Star Wars trivia. The C nine nine seven nine landing craft. Uh A. They're cool. I think they're all right. I was gonna go with B. Actually. A, yeah, just a. for the fact, A, just for the fact that in one of those cross, cro one of those big cross-section illustration books, oh I learned God. that they're, they supposedly use high-powered magnets to keep the, uh, to keep all the parts together, um, because otherwise they would fall apart according to this book, which I think is one of the cooler things, one of the cooler little tidbits that has been introduced to Star Wars. The Epsilon class command shuttle uh it's and a really cool it, design is that, is that kind of yeah s yeah i i'll give it a b it's it's an interesting one but it's not my, it's By the not way, my they don't favorite. have the tie silencer on here or as or as any cubs fan han fans would know it the tie slicer on <laughs> what i don't slicer. get what here's what i don't get they don't have the vectors on here which are from yeah. the high republic but like the vectors are so dope they're s tier to me uh what do we got next oh the the oh s I'm lukewarm on them. I'm going B. Eli, you so no. bitch. Eli, you're just Eli's going off today. But Eli's yeah, just killing me, man. S, I'll give it an S tier as well. You know they're yeah, X wing. They're, they're probably S. my favorite. Convince S. me not to put this S. Convince me not to. It's oh, the most God. iconic uh, ship design. I was about to Eli. I was legitimately worried you were going to have some hot take no. about X wings. X wings are great. I love X, -Wing. X wings. Are legitimately my favorite Star Wars ship. They're probably one of mine. They're probably up there for me too. Um, the X thirty four speeder. The the land speeder. The X thirty four land speeder. C. I was going to go with A just because of the iconography of it. Like you know, it's one of the first vehicles you truly see in Star Wars. Jacob? Yeah, S. S? Okay, so I think probably we're going to put that at A or B. What do you think, Jacob? Let's uh, put it at A. I, I'm, pulling, I'm pulling for A, but yeah. if, it, if it has to be a B. The uh, MG-100 bombers from The Last Jedi. I'll go with A. I'm a. a history nut, so like... Uh, wait, I watch like this. It. Okay, I'm going to wa watch this. I'm going to read Jacob's mind. You are thinking <laughs> C or D. I'm thinking F. I'm just not a fan of these things. I was I was lowballing it. Um, we'll put this so, at C. That's fair. Um, okay, let's go around. De uh, um, uh, decision you most agree with, decision you most disagree with. Um, I'll go first. Um, uh, I think the A tier is pretty darn good. Um, thank you, uh, everyone, for putting the... Um, uh, a lot of the capital ships up there. The ATAT -AT was good. Um, I agree um, with a lot of the and the N1s. The N1s being at S um, warms my heart. But how dare you, Scimitar at A, Imperial Shuttle at A, and uh, Tie Advanced and Fire Spray at all at A, and Supremacy? Those all deserve to be at S. So like, yeah. Okay. I'm I'm happy that we have the uh, the Republic gunship, the LAATI. I'm happy that we have 
the Solar Sailor, the Y-Wing. Those are some of my favorites. But how, how, how did we not have the Venator at S tier? It's it's just so iconic. It's I, I, I don't know. I can't say enough good things about the Venator, as many Clone Wars fans probably would agree. <laughs> Yeah, ones I agree with, uh, X-Wing at S, the one I disagree with, V-Wing at B. You gotta be shitting me, Eli. God damn it. God, God damn it. B. B. A V-Wing at B. It needs to be at A at least, but no. B. Son of a bitch. Connor, we have um, one last thing for uh, you before we end out the stuff. We like to ask um, some speed round questions. Um, oh, okay, okay. First one: Who's your favorite Star Wars character? Cal. Yeah, I should have expected that one. <laughs> uh, what is your fa- what, um, what is your Star Wars movie ranking? Uh, if you don't have a like a specific ranking for us, you can no, 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 no. No, and I'm doing this. So I have actually two rankings for Star Wars, but I'm going to go with how I enjoy them as Star Wars movies. And I'm going to probably get a lot of hate for this, but like, whatever. If you get offended by someone else's rankings, that's on you, not me. That's your problem. So how I like them as, as Star Wars films, okay, from 1 to 12, Attack of the Clones, Last Jedi, Rogue One, Empire, A New Hope, Solo, Clone Wars movie, Phantom Menace, Revenge of the Sith, Return of the Jedi, Rise of Skywalker, Force Awakens. But I will say, I will say, Phantom Menace is probably going to take over Clone Wars because I rewatched it and just, goddamn, dude, Phantom Menace, so good. I fucking love it. So yeah. I would switch Clone Wars and Phantom Menace uh, 7 and 8. So Phantom Menace would be 7, Clone Wars would be 8. But it's close there. So, All Jacob, right. do you want to do the next two? Yeah. What is your favorite piece of non-movie Star Wars media that people wait. are missing out wait, on? Wait, 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 that wait, more wait, people wait. need to... Uh... I know what he's going to say. Well, <laughs> Go ahead. there's two. There are two, yeah. Fallen Order. Jedi yep. Fallen Order. And the High Republic. So, yeah. All yeah. Right. Um, I know Connor's a huge fan of both of them. Uh, and he's expressed at length how much he appreciates both of them. Uh, Fair enough. You, you follow Connor on Twitter. You probably know him as that Fallen Order guy. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you've built a reputation, my friend. You know, it's... it's uh, Jacob, go ahead. Uh, next one. Uh, what is your fate or who is your favorite Star Wars background character? Ooh, ooh, okay. This is actually a good one because I don't know. I straight up don't know. Ooh, I really have no idea. Ah, uh, okay. The first one that pops to my mind is the um. Is the Ch- is the Chadra fan in a new and then in the cantina in Shalman's cantina in a New Hope? That's Cade. just trying. To, yep, that's just trying to get a drink. 
probably that's probably my favorite background character. Just that's such an adorable moment. So right now, at least, that's my favorite one. She's my favorite one. Cave is choice. Um, what is, in your opinion, is the coolest Star Wars species? Oh, wow. Probably bivalves. Uh, they just have a neat look. But like, damn, that's a really good question. Because I could list like so many others too. Ooh, yeah, it's one subject to change, but like as of right now, as of this recording, which is title, which is Saturday, March 19th in the year of our, in the year 2022, uh, bivalves. So, but subject to change. All right. What is your favorite planet in Star Wars? Kashyyyk. Good answer. Good answer. I like that answer. I like Um, that answer. (laughs) Go ahead with the next one, Jacob, because I want to ask eight. Of course. Um, If you lived in the Star Wars universe, what do you think your job would be? Probably like archives assistant or whatever. I don't know. If I had to like place myself as where I'm at right now, probably like something to do with archives or whatever. I don't know. I wouldn't mind working for the Jedi. So, um, so there is the infamous uh, behind the scenes quote that uh, George Lucas talks about with episode one. You know, it's like poetry, you know, they rhyme. Every stanza, you know, sort of lines with the last. Hopefully it'll work. What's your favorite? It's like poetry. It rhymes moment in Star Wars. Oh, God. Oh, God. This is there's so many I could choose from and I'm blanking on all of them. Uh, I mm, I really don't know, but a connection that I think is unintentional, but could not be unintentional that I've made is that one of the Saiyans in the High Republic, the Jedi specifically, one of the rallying cries is for light and life and they say that a lot that's really just like that's what they fight for for light and for life and it recently occurred to me when i was re-watching attack of the clones there's probably a connection there of when obi-wan says this weapon is your life and so it kind of just showcases just like in two sentences the downfall of the jedi from the high republic to the prequels so not necessarily the great, the best answer, but like just something that came to me. Cause like, I really don't know my favorite poetry moment. Cause there's like so many of them. No, I, I think that's a really, I think that's a really interesting one. Um, Jacob, go ahead with the next one. Okay. If you could take one item or force power from Star Wars into the real world and use it however you want. What are you picking? Uh, force pull because I'm lazy and I want. I would just want to pull stuff to myself. From <laughs> I far feel away. that one. Yeah, I feel, I feel you that on one. that one. <laughs> um, and finally, we have a running uh, joke on this show with friend of the show, um, Devor, uh, from Large View of the Force. Um, all I want you to do is we're gonna display the name of a character on screen, and you're just gonna tell us how you pronounce that character. Okay. Oh God. 
Oh, gee. Zam Wessel. Thank you. Devor, Devor, you were like, uh, I feel bad for Devor at this point. He's but, gotten, like, like, here's the thing. Here's the him thing. Two for him. Again, here's the thing. It's like ATAT -AT and ADAT for me. Both pronunciations yeah. are fine. So Zam Wazel or Zam Wessel is fine. I've just never pronounced it Zam Wazel. Both are fine, even, yeah. Both are fine I, to us. We like to give them shit about it, but yeah. I did not even realize that was a, like a pronunciation until like last year. I didn't know. Neither did we. Until we started the show, we didn't either, but we ran into it on uh, – we were talking about Bounty Hunter. We were talking about that game, and Leanna Walsman pronounces it, Hi, I'm Zam Wazel. I'm like, wait, that's not allowed. Um, wait, that's illegal. Yeah, but the funny thing is, there's a the Legends Wikipedia page. The canon doesn't have a pronunciation. The Legends Wikipedia page accepts both, which is the most annoying thing ever. Uh, but whatever. Uh, uh, I think that's gonna be it for this episode. Before we wrap up, uh, Connor, you want to plug all the stuff you're doing? Sure. Um, so you can find me on Twitter at Teppa Banana, where I talk about High Republic, Star Wars in general, life. Yeah, that's about it. Um, some people find me interesting, which I appreciate. Um, you can find me at the Nerd Academy podcast, a podcast I'm a part of, specifically our Star Wars show, Knights of the Nerd Republic, where we talk everything star wars news theories roundup interviews what have you we're kind of a jack of all trades and sort of thing um and then you can find me writing articles uh and stories at sweditorig.com to reiterate i work with a team of creatives we keep to the canon while also adding to it with our own stories we have stories already published by Probably some of the best people I've worked with ever um, that you can check out at SWEditor.com. SWEditorIG.com slash SWEU. Um, I have some stories coming out in August about a character. You can pretty much figure out who they are. Uh, yeah, that's where I'm at. That's great. Um, again, go check out Connor at all those locations. Uh, thanks so much to Connor for joining us for this episode. Um, you can find um, all of the In a Galaxy stuff, Twitter at In a Galaxy Pod, Instagram at Star Wars In a Galaxy. Uh, listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts. We'll be there. If not, email us um, at swinagalaxy at gmail.com. Email us with all your hot takes and stuff like that and questions and all that kind of stuff. Uh, leave a five-star review and rating if you can on Apple Podcasts. It really does help our um, noticeability and our reception. Um, next week, uh, if you would, if you uh, have checked our Twitter recently, you know that um, In a Galaxy is going to be taking a short hiatus for a little while. Uh, Jacob and I have some conflicting scheduling stuff, uh, so we are not going to be releasing an episode next week. Um, we may release an episode the week after. I'm still trying to get some details. I'm trying to get some guests on to do something very fun. Um, and if that happens, that'll happen. If it doesn't, I'll figure out something. Something's going to go, something's going to go live the first week of April. 
Um, we are not going to be putting out anything that following week, but then the week after that, um, in a galaxy will be returning to its normal schedule, um, in the third week of April. Um, in the meantime, um, unless there's anything else, may the force be with you always.